Hello, good morning. This is Eshen Brenda Shoshana. <coughs> Excuse me, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And here we are, <coughs> back again, again and again and again. <laughs> another day, an- another life. Is it another life because it's another day or another lifetime, another day, all mixed up together? Do we really realize that another day is a brand new day? A brand new day. We get so many brand new days, but we have no idea of the possibility that they're holding for us. Wow. Mostly we think, oh, just another day, brush my teeth, make my coffee, clean the floor, take care of whatever has to be taken care of just another day. And what looks like all these ordinary, plain, simple actions, oh, what are they? That couldn't be wisdom itself, could it? No, 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 no. I got to get through all that to get to what's really important. Excuse me, to what really counts. How can I make this day special? Now that's a fantastic koan. Because, excuse me, because everybody feels that way. Well, what am I doing today? What are my plans? Who am I seeing? Where am I going? What am I wearing? How can I make this day special? And the answer is you cannot. It is already special. Nothing you do or plan to do or think of doing is going to change the day. Because it's actually not the day that's special. You are special. Cleaning your teeth in the morning is special. Waking up is a miracle. It's special. It's a miracle. Oh, I woke up today. But did you really wake up today? Did you really wake up today? That's another koan. It does seem as if we wake up and we go through another day. Sometimes we even think, oh my God, how many more days till this is over? As if each day isn't a really magnificent gift and could very well be that the next day we won't be here to to celebrate the day. We don't know that. Or we block that out that it does that seems remote. Unlikely. We block that out. We block that out. Waiting, waiting, or conjuring thoughts and ideas. How to make a relationship special. How to make the day special. How to make our lives special. That word special is actually a dangerous word. Because it implies there's stuff that's not special. This is special, that isn't, this is good, that's ordinary, meaningless. Ordinary usually means meaningless to us. And that is a trap everybody gets caught in. So when we talk about this, there's no blame here. No blame. In Zen practice, there is no blame. And that itself, oh my God, speak about something being special. That's precious. That's true. It's true. No blame. Usually we spend most of our wonderful days lost in blame. Who can I blame for this? And if we don't blame someone else, we certainly are blaming ourselves, trying to make it up, 
or punishing ourselves or someone else. What a way to spend the days. Of course, they don't feel very good if we engage in that kind of attitude and that kind of behavior. That behavior, that attitude, presents itself to everyone all the time. So you're not a bad person if you do that, which is what we think. Oh, I'm such a bad person. I've got to make myself better. Well, you cannot make yourself better. You didn't make yourself in the first place, and you cannot make yourself better. You can become more clear. The fog can be blown away. These illusions and delusions can be seen through by persistent, vigilant practice, in my opinion. This is, I'm just speaking for me. I'm not speaking as any authority. I'm not speaking as any expert. I'm speaking as a long, long term Zen practitioner and a human being who's been through all of the things that I talk about here. You know, in the early days in the Zendo, we had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful instruction. And it's extremely relevant for us now, too. And, at, and during those days, Thursday night was beginner's night. So new students <clears throat> came on Thursday evenings. And one of the senior, so, so-called senior students, meaning a student who'd been practicing for a while, <clears throat> was asked every Thursday night to give a talk for the new students. Now, this was wonderful practice for both the new students and the senior students because the new students could relate better to someone else who, just like them, who'd been practicing for a long time, a little longer than they had, than to someone who was a monk or a nun or who seemed very advanced. Again, seemed very advanced. So anyway, these new students would listen. And the senior student had an instruction uh, regarding their talk. And it was, only talk about something that you have experienced personally yourself. No theories, no belief systems here, no abstractions. Talk about yourself, your experience, and your Zen practice, and how those two have interacted, how they've affected one another. So each of these senior students' talks was actually riveting for me. I went for many years to that Thursday night uh, meeting and actually spoke at it for many years later on. However, the point is, it was riveting because there was no place to hide. We couldn't run away. The speaker couldn't run away into the beliefs into their ideas about Zen, into their theories, they had to be present and honest with their own life and their own self and their own existence. They had to dig in deep to their own self and then share that. And of course, it was very meaningful to the newer students. And then we would all have tea upstairs together and talk to each other. So share, talk about the talk, talk about the practice, whatever, whatever was appropriate or relevant for that moment. Those Thursday nights were so special, if we're going to use that word, to me, so important to me, so meaningful, so real, so alive. 
so alive. Because everyone who went <clears throat> was in a place afterwards at that tea. They were really open to being together in a very beautiful way. <laughs> in a way, we could say, how do you make something the most special by being the most real, the most ordinary, the most plain, the most unpretentious? There's a quote about the Buddha himself where it said he did not create so much attention. He did not generate so much attention and respect because he was trying to dominate the scene and be special. He created such, such a wonderful energy and atmosphere and he had so much respect because he was being real real. <clears throat> he was being here. He was being true. And not just knowing the truth, but being the truth of your life. <laughs> because you cannot be the truth of someone else's life. <clears throat> we can talk about many people's lives, analyze them, judge them, <clears throat> reject them, accept them, try to fix them. <laughs> We're so busy trying to fix everybody else's life. It's a wonderful, wonderful way to run away from our own lives and from the reality of this moment here. This moment now. So actually when we go to a Zendo, which is a place where Zen meditation is practiced, we don't go to make, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I'm not, I was going to say we don't go to make the day special. Of course, for me, I did go for that reason, and it did make the day special. That, so that's not entirely well put, but when I went, I wasn't going looking for some kind of entertainment or something extra to make things okay to make my life good, to make myself okay. I was going there I mean, to sit with others on the cushion, just to sit and not to move, not to talk, not to look at each other as we practice, not to think, just to be, breathe, awaken to what was really true for me here now to walk slowly in Kenyan in the meditation, to engage in very simple, simple activities. And as, as my teacher said, you know, we come here, sometimes some of us for many, many, many years, some for a few times, a few months, a few weeks. But when we come and as we come, we do this very same thing over and over and over again. Same thing. <clears throat> Come in, take off our shoes, leave our luggage, our packages, our whatever we're carrying behind a little room, put it in the package room. We enter the zendo empty-handed, not carrying anything. Our feet no shoes on them so we can really feel the floor underneath us. We walk very mindfully and carefully to the cushion, sit down, erect our spine, take the posture, and breathe. 
Those sound like very ordinary actions. And yet, when we do them in a certain way, with full attention, they become extraordinarily beautiful and meaningful and full and alive. Alive. We give life to our life. We pay attention to it. We don't escape it. We enter it. And as the teacher said, we do the same thing. We walk, we sit, we listen to the bell ring out. We put our palms together and bow <clears throat> in a thanks to one another. Same thing. Time after time, year after year. And there is no graduation. That's what he said. <laughs> Nothing to graduate from. We don't go from kindergarten to first grade. No promotion, no graduation. Just do the same things over and over and over. And why will some people stay at the Zendo for 50 years and do this again and again and again? We may go away for a retreat and sit for one day, three days, seven days, from morning till night, doing the same thing again and again with full attention. And yet these very same activities with full attention completely changes our life, completely changes the way we perceive life, completely changes the way we are with one another. Year after year changes more and more. We don't do it to change, but the change is inevitable. We do it because there's nothing more wonderful to do than to do that, than to practice that simple, ordinary, ordinary actions are so extraordinary when we really do them, when we enter them, when we pay full attention to that and nothing else. We're not running around answering this email, that phone, this doorbell. We're not scattered, scattered the way life can become. <clears throat> so many demands are on our attention, our energy, being pulled here, there, there, there. And when we put a stop to that for a period of time, just focus in, just be where we are and how we are and how we are. That's important. Not judging, judging, judging ourselves every minute. Did I get there? Did I make it? Am I good? Am I bad? None of that. None of that. None of that. Just being how we are. If we get pain in the leg, which we very often will when we're sitting, that's fine. We feel it. And by some miracle, it goes away. <laughs> it comes and it goes like the pain of life. It comes and it goes. We don't try to change it. When we're sitting, we don't move, even if the leg hurts quite a bit. We don't move. We allow what comes to come, and then we allow what goes to go. Wow, that itself. That itself. Such a great, great, great teaching. And it's not only a teaching in words. We learn it in our actual body, our, our flesh and bones. We learn it. We live it. So it's not hard to make this moment special, this day special. Just let it be exactly as it is and pay attention to it. Be with it. Don't run away from it. 
exactly as it is. Thank you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.